0: There might be a link in memories and knowledge between the ranker, current Han Sung Yu, and the regular Han Sung Yu because Han Sung Yu never, like, t- you know, he's never broken the rule. AOA, hey, that's a triple play. New apps is a killing yeah. way. Yeah. Open your mind at the first gate. Press play, no need to debate. AOA, check right, me right. out.
1: What is going on ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, people of all ages, welcome back to the AOA show. I'm your host as always, in along with the boy Isaiah. Oh hi-oh. And today we are talking more Tower of God, of course, why wouldn't we? Uh, covering part two of chapters, or rather episodes, 260 to 269 of season two, Tower of God webtoon. Again, you guys posed questions to us and we're here to answer them. Um, if you have not got your question up here, keep trying, uh, because we try and get at least on part two, we really try and get a plethora of different ideas and opinions and from all different sorts of people. So you don't necessarily have to be the most upvoted question to make it into part two, whereas you do for part one. So don't be shy, ask your question and it might just show up on this week's discussion. So anyway, with that being said, we're going to hop into it. We have five questions today. If you guys like the content, make sure you guys are liking, subscribing, hitting that notification bell, sharing with your friends, and commenting your thoughts down below. What did you think of our answers, the questions posed, and what are your thoughts on Tower of God as a whole? But anyway, without further ado, getting into the first question comes to us today by Emperor Dark North. Thank you, Emperor Dark North. He says, quick thoughts on Rachel receiving a power-up. How far has her threat increased? Should she last for longer or should she be put down ASAP? So I have to say, um, I have to eat my words a little bit because I was not thinking that Rachel was going to get a power up like the one she got personally. I thought it was going to be some sort of, Coon style thing right to kind of implement the more emotional and, and trickery aspect to it. I didn't think you should literally get like a stand. <laughs> so I, I, I was dead wrong there. I mean, so those are my first thoughts. I mean, I, I just I didn't see that coming at all. But, you know, I guess we'll see. We'll see what it is. And unfortunately, this power up directly correlates with her just nastiness and her vile jealousy and all this kind of stuff. So great. Why wouldn't it right now that we see it, it's like in hindsight, I'm like, yeah, I, I guess that does make sense. Right. Um, the threat has increased though, for sure, because this weapon was given by the, uh, Gustang, the 10 great family leader, one of the 10 great family leaders. So this is a huge deal. Um, and also in Dorsey when she was, you know, laying the smack down, it was like, whoa, hang on, like something's going on here. She was cut, bomb was cut, etc. So it seems like the threat has increased. I don't think she's on the level where she's going to mollywop any one person, but I think she definitely just surpassed A lot of folks, uh, which really sucks. (laughs) So we're going to see how that goes. And should she last for longer or should she be put down ASAP? Well, for story purposes, she's going to last longer, obviously, as fans and as people that don't like Rachel very much. It would be great to see her get put down. Um, But, you know, obviously, I think she does play a very integral part in this story, especially uh, playing off of bomb who is our protagonist and main character. We kind of need Rachel in my personal opinion, at least at the moment to counterbalance that um, at least to add that sort of element to the story, my personal opinion. But I don't know, Isaiah, if you have any thoughts on this one in particular.
0: Um. So I, I so last week or whenever we had the question that was like, Oh, it, do you think Rachel will get a power up? Um, I was like, no. And I, I wasn't like, she's never going to get one, you know what I mean? But, like, she, I just didn't, it didn't make sense in my mind for her to get one. Um, And to be honest, it still kind of doesn't, because other than the fact that now it justifies her being on higher floors, either by herself or with less people to defend her, because now she has a literal thing to defend her, um... So I don't know, I I guess like if there's some way that this ties in emotionally to her character, to be honest, if there's some, and I say growth, like very loosely, if there's some growth with her character as a result of this thing, I'm okay with it. But if it's like literally here to serve the purpose of like just keeping her alive so she can, that we can justify why she wouldn't be dead by now, like I'm over it, I'm over it, I'm over her, like that's the thing where it's like this, uh, how far has her threat increased? Like, I don't know, because I don't know the extent of it. I don't know if this thing is, like, designed to just literally keep her alive. And it's like, you know, if Bam were to go toe-to-toe with this thing, he could beat it, its ass. But it's like, you know, it's not built for combat as it is, like, a survival tool. Or if it is a survival thing, or but then my head, when we were reading, got me thinking, like, oh, what if it's, like, um, some kind of thing that, like, w- could end up consuming or controlling her? if she does, cause it it clearly seems to feed off of her, you know, I'm I'm going to say her anger, but like even just m- more generally her negative emotions. So, you know, I wouldn't, I don't think it's a stretch to think that like, if she doesn't, if she just sort like uses this thing willy nilly that like, it would start to like consume her, um, or take, take over or take control of her or whatever. Um, so I would say the threat level has like increased in the sense that like, they're fighting something or they have a potential enemy that like, they don't know anything about. Um, But I don't know. I don't, we don't know really, I don't know enough about this thing to really be like, yeah, like we saw it cut, bam. Like, you know what that means? Like, no, I don't know what that means. Cause like if he found, fa- if he fights this thing, he could mollywop it in one, bl- you know, or not. Like, I don't, I don't know what, I don't know what the, the origins of this thing. I don't know enough about it to really ac- assess the threat level. Um Like I said, right now, at least it just kind of feels like a tactic to keep, to you know validate rachel's life (laughs) her existence on these higher floors uh which i'm not really a fan of and so that's tying into the last thing should she uh last longer or should she be put down to be honest like i said if this thing can can justify um some character growth on her part like maybe she decides to try and use this thing because it seems to give her power which is something we know she wants but like i said she it ends up starting to consume her and so then she Decides to make the decision of like, oh, no, I'm going to get, you know, I'm going to climb to the tower. But like I can't like to t- she willingly decides to discard this thing, you know, in an effort to to survive and like learns a lesson from that.
1: You know, that's not going to happen. No, but that's
0: my <laughs> point is that like that's the only scenario in which I'm like, yeah, she could stay longer because it makes sense. To be honest, like I'm just I'm over her, man. I'm so tired. It's like her character's not doing any of that. She's not learning anything from this. This isn't doing anything other than physically making her a viable option to still be around on these floors. And I kind of don't like that. Like that's where Like at this point, like, cause I, I'm going to be honest. I don't really think there's anything more other than like an emotional obstacle that she is for Bam now. Cause it's not like Bam can't learn anything or you can't contrast him with literally any other characters going up this tower or even in his friend group still um, to like, give him some sort of you know mental obstacle or you know uh, or, or challenge to overcome as far as like relationships and people like we i feel like we had the rachel thing already and where i feel like again if this doesn't do anything for her character by herself you know has nothing to do with being adjacent to bam like this and her in my opinion have just kind of overstated their welcome i'm kind of like <laughs> i'm just kind of over her
1: <laughs> fair enough all right well i mean you have the next yeah. question so you might as well so fire away
0: next question is from death to boredom thank you death uh He says, "What do you think about the data floor being a micro microcosm of the tower outside when you treat the residents of the tower as data humans are irregulars as bam uh, are irregulars as bam and
1: crew and irregulars as bam and crew like data as data humans and irregulars as bam and crew? Oh oh okay, okay, Wait, I'm sorry, hold on. What
0: do you think about the data floor being a microcosm fo- of the tower outside when you treat the residents of the tower? as the data humans and irregulars as bam and crew.
1: So, okay, I think what the question is asking is essentially that it's a, it ironic that bam and crew was the thing because bam already is an irregular, but I think what Death to Boredom means is that anyone who comes on the hidden floor in general is isn't is an irregular in the sense that they have they have found it. Like they have they already have like NPCs as it were like on the data floor. And the hidden floor, rather. So those are like the regulars of that. It's like a little sub-universe within the tower. I'm pretty sure if I'm, if I'm reading into that question correctly.
0: Um, okay. Yeah, uh, I mean, if that, I, I think it's interesting that there's people that exist that aren't like humans, quote-unquote, you know? Um, and I don't know. I, you know, for all intents and purposes, like there's a, a moment in the chapters where bomb is fighting his doppelganger or whatever. And Han sung or, you know, data Han sung is like, he, he sort of having this internal monologue or not, you know, monologue, but he's talking to himself and he's like, Oh, this might be a little tougher. Bam to fight actually, because he considers this thing an actual human and it's not. Um, and even, uh, the, I don't know if she got a name or like the guy that Kuhn and company are with. That's like helping them. The woman, I I forgot her name. Uh, like, you know, makes it a point to be like, you guys are like real people who have come to the hidden floor and now you're data versions of yourself. We are data humans, meaning we don't exist outside. Like, you know, there is nothing of us until before the hidden floor. Um, so, you know, there's this clear distinction. And like, I don't know, I, I guess it does kind of bring up the the like AI human thing. Like, you know, what is, like how, how real, how close to these, because da- that's the thing is these data humans, you know, just by saying, by doing something like that, by referring to them as a different, like, sect, it's like, okay, clearly they're not humans. But, like, they walk, talk, shit, and breathe. Like, you know what I mean? If they do everything close enough to humans and their data, you know, is, you know, matches wh- whoever it is that they're supposed to be, um, I don't know. I don't really know. You know, again, we're pretty early into the arc, but I don't really know, I guess, where the line is. I don't know, like, what, at what point it's, like, they, you know, it's, you know, you make the the... Distinction, you know, necessarily between like data human and regular human. Um, I, I'm, I'm assuming because my the other thing that like that trips me up on it is that like data humans, maybe this isn't all of them because you know, we had a lot of time, I guess, with Han Sung, and he's the one that like kind of you know blows my mind the most seems to like clearly have knowledge of stuff that like a version, an a younger version of Han Sung, like normally wouldn't have or shouldn't have or he seems to have the same he seems to have the same knowledge that like our Han Sung that we know has which again logistically doesn't make any sense because all these data versions are earlier younger versions of whoever it is that they're uh, manipulating so that's my thing is it's like okay where may, like and then that t- coupled with the fact that the whole um the whole uh, condition where, like, if you leave the hidden floor and then try to, like, talk about it, you lose your memory. kind of makes me think there's, like, this weird link between you and your data even after you leave the the hidden floor and where it's, like, as long as you don't, you know, uh, talk about it and try to, you know, whatever, break the spell or, or what have you. Um, like, it, it, you know, again, it, it's going to, like, always remain as, like, that younger version of yourself, but, like, that it is
1: still a part of you. I don't know. It's weird. It's weird. I don't know. You talk. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I just keep on getting reminded of the Rick and Morty episode where they have like a tiny civilization within their uh, battery. With <laughs> I can't stop thinking of that, that comparison. No, I mean, it's definitely interesting when you think about it. And I guess if you relate it to the tower in a sense, right? You could say that the the tower itself is like a microcosm of something that's outside, right? The tower is like the hidden floor, but just on a larger scale of something like that. So I do find that interesting. I mean, the data... You know, if if I'm comparing it, taking another approach to it, if I compare the tower, the regulars are like data people, right? In the sense that it's like they kind of are following their program program things that they're supposed to do and they're just gonna they're not gonna, you know, bother anyone that shouldn't be bothered because they're gonna do their own thing. They're trying to climb the tower, they have this distraction, and then that's why irregulars, or you know, for treating it like this, people that come into the hidden floor are the ones that mess everything up, right? And so the hidden floor, though, has this very interesting concept of, of producing the rival, which obviously the tower does not. Um, you kind of just find one naturally because, you know, people are bound to hate you. I uh, can't win them all. But, yeah, I find the comparisons interesting in that regard. And um, the more, you know, metaphysical, philosophical question are we all just uh, are we all just data organisms just living out our standard life until waiting for somebody to come along and rupture the whole thing into chaos? I don't know. It's it's an interesting question and one that I I think needs a lot of breakdown. If you if I'm if I'm reading into the question correctly here, just having some fun with it at the moment. Um, but I do I do find it interesting and I and I'm curious to see how Bomb and Crew are going to change the hidden floor or if they have the ability to really change the hidden floor because the hidden floor itself already is pretty damn pre-established, right? Like when the tower, when we get introduced to the tower bomb goes in it the the tower itself has been pretty pre-established right for a long time jihad and gang have been ruling the roost for a very long time now people do what they're supposed to do etc same thing with this right and jihad kind of again on top of it because you know the the data people are doing what they're supposed to do and even the people that have been there Hansung you you know whoever else we're going to meet etc have been around the block you know when when they've got to that point so I'm curious to see how they're able to shake things up on the hidden floor or if they are able to shake things up. Like if when they leave that it's just going to go back to business as usual or when they leave if the whole thing from the ground up is going to be uprooted. Something's going to happen where like the hidden floor is is never the same again. But I don't know. I'm interested to see it. But anyway, uh, moving on to the third question. This might be a pain in the butt to do. Okay, we're good. Yeah. I'm good there. Okay, so third question comes by uh, Ventornado. So Ventornado says... Do you think the characters need slash are going to get a power-up of some sort in the hidden floor? If so, what could it be? Elemental Shinsu control, like what Kun Ran uses? Someone becoming an anima, like how Kaiser is? Someone getting a new weapon or weapons? Someone learning how to use spells, like how Sachi uses? Feel free to go wild on the power-up ideas. Um, I like the question because it's definitely very lighthearted and fun. And I think that yeah, I think it's about time, right, that we get some power-ups. Although I say that and, you know, we just got power-ups between like Kuhn and them. So maybe, maybe not necessarily Kuhn and, and Gang, right? Like the the core people, because Koon got his crazy busted ability with his lighthouses and you know, and Dorsey's getting the training under Yuri and and Bombs getting the training from the God of Guardians before they, you know, set off and all that kind of stuff. So but maybe some of the other characters, some of the side ones, I mean, like Rack has his spear. Um, and I mean, he might rock that for the remainder of this time, but I mean, they've climbed a couple floors by this point. So, you know, maybe it's time to get something new. That would be really cool to see. Um, it would be sweet to see people that, you know, don't already have some sort of busted ability, such as your Sachi's and things like that, to maybe kind of play a little bit of catch up. Rachel's already got her thing. So she could, you know, she could chillax to the side there. Um, as far as what they could be and for who, oh man, I don't know. Dang. I don't know. I'd like to see Boro get something. I think that would be kind of sweet, but I, I don't know. I, I uh, as far as what the ability could be, I'm I'm thinking some sort of hidden floor specialty thing, like when you do the bonus mission in a video game and get like that like ridiculous rare item or that or that certain thing that you normally would have never got by just playing all the way through, right? Like you have to find this hidden dungeon and do do some crazy stuff in order to get it. And, and it's not going to be something that just carries you throughout the entire tower of the game, um, but it's something that, you know, people, it's going to be incredibly rare is what I, I have as a guess. But I don't know, you got anything?
0: Uh, yeah, so I actually think that everybody except for Bam, because I feel like he does get power-ups every other chapter, um, could use a power-up because, one, I think it would just be <clears throat> excuse me more interesting um, going forward to see if people have, all the characters have, like, a cycle of different abilities they could use. And, like, if you think about it, like, you know, so, like, let's take Kuhn, for example. He got the the inner core ability, but, A, basically, if he doesn't have beta, can't. Not, not that he can't use that, but like that's where all the power of that thing comes from, because um, we saw him use it in the latest chapters without beta, and it got broken. Um, and B, like Kuhn doesn't have any straight offensive abilities, um, and we know that like people aren't bound to one position. So, and I remember from the blog post actually, S.I.U. saying that Kuhn um, has very high potential as a uh, a spear bearer. So I don't think it's out of the reins of Kuhn to gain some something that's like straight offensive so that he doesn't have to rely on if he gets put off or alone or something, like he can stand his own ground. Um, I could see, so I could see something like him getting a sword or a spear or something that like would go in the spear bearer cla- um, position. Um, but I do think I also remember, I don't know if I'm remembering this correctly, but I also think I remember SAU saying something about like Coons having the like potential or ability to like control or manipulate ice
1: in the blog post? Electricity, maybe. because Well, that was the Machene branch. Oh. Because initially I
0: thought he said that he was going to give all the Coons the, the innate ability to control lightning and then decided that was only going to be for the Machene's <clears throat> and that he gave the other uh, Coons, like, a different thing. And I thought it was ice. I think – I don't know where I'm c- pulling that from, to be honest. I just thought that was from the blog post. But either way, if that was a thing, maybe he gets, like, an elemental thing like Ran where instead of lightning it's, like, ice or – well, fire's kind of a us thing. I don't know. He could do fire. Whatever. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I think it'd be cool if he had some, like, elemental, you know. Maybe that's the thing. He doesn't get, like, a, a physical spear. Maybe it's, like, you know, he makes, like, ice spears or, mm. or fire spears. Um, yeah, I'm trying to – I don't know. And Dorsey kind of feels like she's got a, a whole stack thing now because I feel like she had a lot of physical stuff. And ever since training with Yuri now, she's got the bong bong and she's got the fucking blast <laughs> things. Yeah. Um, so, I, I kind of feel like she's stacked. I mean, let's put it this way. I wouldn't, like, I wouldn't be like, oh, no, if she got another ability. But I, I guess, I, I I, don't know. I don't even know what she could learn. Because, like, I don't know what her, I I don't know, like, what her thing, is. her thing kind of just seems to be like, I'm, I have the power of a princess of jihad and I got the bong bong. So, like, it's just incorporating those two things together, which, like, could be dope. And I guess you could offer up some interesting, like, techniques, like, you know, combining the two. Um, but I, you know, I guess I don't know of any like straight abilities she could learn. Um, but Rack, I was actually thinking like, again, for like elemental stuff, if Rack got some like earth manipulation shit, like if he could like fucking like, you know, like take rocks and like make them into shit and like, I
1: don't <laughs> so know. So you want everyone to be benders? <laughs> Basically. I mean,
0: well, like, cause I feel like a lot of the, I feel like that's the, that's the Point. like like once you get far enough in like the being able to use shinsu like you should be able to manipulate straight elements to some capacity whether it's like using them offensively defensively whatever um so i kind of feel like because i'm gonna be honest if rack just literally has nothing but that spear for the rest of the story like that's just kind of boring mm. um so he has gotta get something and if every other nigga gets an element thing like give rack some rocks like let him let him do something what about wang wangnon wangnon i think i so wang is obviously the prince of jihad so i actually think we're gonna see him use abilities that only jihad can use but like very watered down versions of and then that's gonna be like the hint is gonna be like people are gonna be like oh i've never seen anybody use a technique like that and then when we meet jihad or somebody references jihad or maybe even on the hidden floor we'll see young jihad use the same exact technique and it's like ah um you know because i'm right and so, yeah, I, I I don't know. Yeah, because I don't think... I think he's going to... Him and Bam are, like, the wild cards in the sense that, like, they're not going to be... I don't think they're going to be bound to, like, one element or one style. I mean, like, Bam already is, like, a wave controller, but he's a much more, like, melee-focused wave controller than, like, you know, let's say, uh, Hansung Yu. Because, um, you know, traditionally, the wave controllers are much more, like, support, like they manipulate Shinsu. Um, but again, he doesn't really, like, focus on an element or isolate anything in particular. He kind of seems to, like... Move raw shinsu and fucking just be blasting niggas left and right, um. And so I, th- I, I think Wang Nan could get something like that, um, or, or you know, again, I, I, yeah, I really got it in my head that like Jihad's got like this specific set of abilities that only he can use because of his his blood and his heritage or whatever. And like at some point, we're gonna see Wang Nan use or whip out an ability that's like nobody's ever seen or been a- like that's the thing like been able to use. So like, and that could even be a cool thing of like if. Karaka is still kind of doubtful about Wang Nan's heritage or whatever. Like at one point, whether he's fighting him or he just sees him use it or hears it, he's like, "Oh shit, he used that!" Like nobody's supposed to be able to do that. Um, so that would be cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. Who else? Uh, I, I would just because the question brings up animas here. I who I don't think we have anybody in the group that is an anima controller, right? No. Um, I wonder if that's something you can like learn to do though. Cause isn't that something that you also kind of like have to have an affinity towards like when you, when you, uh, when you start,
1: you might be able to do it on a, on a lower scale scale. or or be able to do it, but just like, you know, the, um, that family has, you know, that affinity so they learn it that much easier. Right. Right. Okay. Okay. Those lines.
0: Um, oh man. Yeah. Who would be. If somebody in the main cast, like, had to turn out to be an anima user. Maybe, like, Shibisu? I don't know.
1: Yeah, seems like it'd be much needed. Has that guy gotten a power-up since, like, frame one? No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he get, honestly,
0: give that nigga a stick. Something to, like, you know, he can fend Fact. off people. Because he's kind of just got, like, his brain. Uh, right, And, like, yeah. that's cool, but, I mean, like. he's not
1: on the hidden floor, but yeah. it's, like.
0: <laughs> it's actually funny because he's kind of, like the wong non of that group, you know, where it's like, he, yeah. he just has like his mind and like, you know, strategy and all the other <laughs> fighters around him
1: and stuff. And a rowdy team. Um, that listens to him. Yeah.
0: I, so yeah, that, that's, I think, like I said, that I think that the thing, things with Coon and rack would be cool. Um, and Dorsey, I don't really know. Bam's kind of fine where he is. Cause I'm sure he'll just get power ups as, as we go forward. Uh, Rachel can fuck off. Um,
1: I think we're good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hopefully that was enough to answer your question. No, no, I'm not done. Here. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you uh, got the next one.
0: So, next question is from Trent Trentov Trentov 8. Uh he says, "After seeing Rachel lying on the big breeder's bed, how do you think Rachel will influence the rest of the arc being away from her companions and the and only with the big breeder currently?" Um, that was definitely interesting because you know, like I was saying before, my God, does this girl catch breaks, bro? Um, because by all intents and purposes, she should be fucking dead. She should have died five floors ago, ten floors ago. Um, but she just always seems to end up with, like, just the one nigga that's not going to let her die. Whether it's, you know, bam, getting making sure she gets healed from poison. Whether it's, you know, everybody getting thrown on the hidden floor and her getting thrown next to the big breeder of all people. You know, it's, like, pretty convenient. Cool. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. I it's so after these these last chapters. I like you know. I said it in the, the the first question that talked about Rachel, but like, if this bitch doesn't start like proving her validity in the story, which I personally feel like has overstayed its welcome, current like what it is, like I'm just so over. I don't care. I don't care what she's doing. I don't care what she wants. I don't because she's not doing anything for me in the story anymore. She's just actively here to be a, a fucking pain in the ass. Like she's not like helping bam get over anything like yeah sure bam is still like you know bam is bam he's like naive to a fault and whatever so he's gonna be like oh rachel like let's talk this out or whatever but like he's not like i feel like we've moved past at least i have moved past this like bam what is rachel to you it's like bro we're done <laughs> like that's enemy numero uno and like you know you got like 900 other people to worry about whether it's Kuhn and your homies or jihad and Hansung and and you know, Jin Song and, and Ed, like, just just, there's so many other things now that I'm like, she's just, he- she's like, she's literally become the equivalent of like, when you're on an airplane and that kid's behind you kicking your seat, that's it. Cause it's like, she's not doing anything. She's not flying the fucking plane. She's not even like sitting next to me telling me some dope story. She's just irritating me. She just shows up in the story, pokes niggas in their side. And then when they go to like smack her, she's like, eh! and like her fucking demon fish thing, just like cuts them up or whatever. And it's like, I don't, she's not doing anything here. So like, I don't know I honestly it does kind of feel like I said a little shoehorn to me it feels a little bit like we've got to put her in a place that we know like she won't die she won't get harmed anymore so like let's put her with the big boss and like sure you could tie this whole element that like Rachel is a pawn so she has to stay alive but like I don't know man I just I'm so I'm over it I'm so like over this like like Rachel being a pawn but it's like for what? I feel like, to be honest, if it, the goal here is, like, she specifically has to get to the top of the tower, like, we, I need to know why at this point. I need to know what it is about Rachel that, like, why these people would give such a fuck to, like, put all this effort and work into getting her up there. And even if it's a thing of, like, oh, we're using her to motivate Bomb, it's, like, I don't know, as, a, as somebody outside of that relationship between Bomb and Rachel, that just feels so secondary, like if I like let's let's just say I'm gonna take like let's say Hedon is like the mastermind here. That's that's using Rachel as a pawn. And he's like, I need Bam to climb the tower, so I'm gonna have Rachel climb the tower because I know Bam's gonna go after Rachel. It's like, at some point I'd be like, "Yo, we got to cut this umbilical cord. Like get like, I, I I need Bam to get a motivation that's about going up this tower. That's got nothing to do with this girl because she's become, it's like literally she's just eating resources and time from them and she's giving them nothing in return. Cause she's not doing anything for them. She's not giving them any tools. The only thing she's doing is bringing Bam up here. But like, I guess in my mind, it's like, she's not the only thing or person that could do that, you know? So it's like you could argue that like, she's probably one of the best, but like, that's my point is that once Bam grows out of that, once he, that relationship becomes acknowledged and changes into something different, that's it. Her literal whole usefulness, at least in their eyes, if you know, that's how I'm perceiving it is used up. It, it no longer works. So it's like, it, it, it's so shaky right like now that I'm like, if I don't know, I'm just, I'm over. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, what was the question? <laughs> After Basically, seeing what do you think
0: about Rachel being in the big with the big breeder? Oh, the big breeder?
1: Yeah. I mean, well, Jihad controls well, the big breeders and Jihad control a lot of this floor and what it can do up the difficulty, all this kind of crap. Uh, so I do think that was intentional being that the magic mirror on the wall kind of Everyone in their designated location, they're like, bomb, you're trash. You're here. Uh, you're here. You're here, et cetera. So I do think that that was very intentional on their end when they saw, it. it's like, Oh, we got some visitors. Oh, Rachel's here. I think that they knew the whole time that Rachel was coming. Um, you know, indicative of Han Sung Yu when he says to to Bomb, he already knows his name, you must be Bomb, et cetera. It seems like he already knew that something was coming. So I feel like on the floor of death and kind of referring back to that question to death by boredom, where it was like comparing it as a, a microcosm of the tower itself, I think that the, the people, the residents of the hidden floor knew that something was going down. I don't know how much they knew, if they knew names specifically, but I think if anyone knew more than its residents, it would be the Big Breeders and Jihad. So I think that that was very intentional that they brought her there and because they were expecting her. That's my personal take on it. As far as what they want to do with her from there, I don't know, but they want her to live, I guess. (laughs) I would assume so, otherwise they would have killed her already. So I, I think they want her to live. And it's also for some bigger, ulterior thing. Or I could be dead wrong and they just happen to capture her. But like I said, I, I don't think, I think it's more, I think it, there's a little more to it than that. Um, you know, in terms of her being used as as a pawn, you know, I guess that is the that is the ultimate reason that she does need to survive. That's the reason that she got the power up, etc. cetera. So um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I my, my opinions differ a little bit from like Isaiah's and I would assume Gavin's if he was here. Um, I could be wrong, though, but I do think that uh, Rachel does serve an important role in the story. Um, although obviously we hate her. I think that's part of what's important to it. Uh, my personal opinion, I, I think that jihad is like the big bad and everything like that is just so far off, especially you know, in the beginning and even even where we are now that um, I think that Rachel being that thorn in their side and being the rival to them every single time they try and do something with her own makeshift team of powerful people and then her trying to, you know nab any resource you can at any given moment coupled with the emotional thing that goes with bomb uh does make it more of the you get more of those moments where you're like oh bomb why like what are you doing but i like i think those are i think those are necessary you know to kind of like throw us for that loop to get us emotionally attached to be like oh my gosh like what are you doing it's gonna come to bite you etc i think all those things play into the overarching plot uh, on a personal level, so I I, def- I see why she's there, but it does, obviously, you know, she's just getting dragged along by the skin of her teeth um, because of whatever ult- ultimate motive. What I do hope, though, with that... Is that in the future that when it does get revealed, which I have faith that you know this will go well, but when it does finally get revealed, what the whole plan was for her to get dragged along, her being used as a pawn, why she needed to live specifically the whole nine. I really hope it's a good explanation at the top. I hope it's not something that's just kind of oh yeah, well Bomb liked her, so like whatever. Because as Isaiah had mentioned, I do think Bomb has, although he definitely does have an emotional tie to her. Still, he he is gradually slowly growing to where like if this was just a matter of getting jihad he's already stated he's like, I'm going to the top I'm gonna to do this not just for Rachel but for my friends like his motivations have changed. so it needs to be something more than that I feel and and I hope they do deliver on or SIU does deliver on that but I'm sure that he will because as he stated in his blog post he seems to like really prioritize Rachel as one of his children he refers to her as, along with Bomb. So I think that, you know, it's going to be some, like, big, big thing. It's just we got to deal with her pain in the assness, you know, all through the course of it because she's sticking around for a while, whether you like it or not. So I don't know. Here's a crazy theory that I have no proof for, but imagine that they were siblings or they were twins some crazy thing where there was like, she has to survive along with bomb because she plays not only a part in getting bomb up the tower, but there's some, there's like some synergy between those two that bomb isn't able to, or they don't, they want to fully realize between the both of them. Some crazy thing like that. That why that's why she could get part of the thorn. She could do all this. um, You know, she's able to receive that kind of stuff, but she's just like not blessed with any sort of physical ability at all, I pulled that out of my butt, but it's fun. I don't know. Um, yeah, anyway. No. That's my. <laughs> I <Isaiah> says, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> anyway, we'll move on to the last question here um, by Big Dumbass, thank you very much. It says, do you think there is a big difference between Hansung Yu, the regular, and the ranker on the outside? If not, what do you think happened? Why is he, maybe she, so different? Do you like the data version better, uh, with a one of these emojis and then a banana and then I believe that's the Korean flag. So, <laughs> thank you for the question. Um, yeah, I, I it, backtracking from 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 back to back to forward here. Um, do I like the data version better? I don't. I don't think I have enough yet. I don't know. I, I actually find them to be pretty similar to be honest with you. In my personal take, um, they definitely have this air of pompousness. They both think they're bigger, you know, that they, that they're geniuses. Well, cause it's the same person, um, in theory, uh, and like, you know, his, his, I haven't seen his motivations fully revealed yet. I mean, we haven't even seen that with the first one. so I, I don't really know where it is, but their personality, I guess, really lines up. you know, I guess right now, you know I'm still, I'm still waiting because the, the one that we saw in the beginning is the more complete version of him. So you know, I guess it's like cool to see where he is now. He's chilling with like his, his robe on and he's got his own his own specific coffee cup rather than like the Starbucks mug that he has now and all that kind of stuff. But I don't know. But backtracking here. Um, do you think there's a big difference between Hansung Yu, the regular and the ranker? So, is there a difference? What do you think happened? Yeah, I don't know. Kind of referring to, deferring to what I just said in terms of which one I like more. Um, I don't know. I don't think I have enough personally have enough information yet. I think I actually think that there is there. Okay, it's it's two, it's either one of two things, in my personal opinion. It's either there's not much difference at all because, and the reason I say this is because the young Hansung, the data version of Hansung seems to be in the loop with who bomb is that he was going to come there, which means that his older version obviously is knows more than he led on in the beginning. Like even more than we found out, I would say he is a big role to play in this. Um, and so he's had this, he's had this role and this mindset from the very start, in which case, or, or, or another one is that the data version of himself being that he's never progressed past the hidden floor had an initial thing from, you know, like an initial plan from the start and why he's being nice to mom, be like, okay, you're here for a reason, this, that, and the third. And then once he gets out and we see his present day version, like whatever happened swapped, you know, something went down where his his ideologies changed or maybe then he joined F.U.G. or whatever. Um, but I have a feeling... I have a feeling it's the former. I have a feeling that he's known for as long as he has what's what's going to happen, and that he was he's been with Fug for quite a while now, and um, that his motivations probably have not changed as much as some you know might think that he has already had this plan instilled and he knew that he was going to get out of the you know the hidden floor and he was going to be able to continue with that plan the whole nine. That's my personal guess, but I don't know if you got something different.
0: Um, so I think, uh, A, yeah, let's just take this one at a time. Um, I do think there's a difference between the, the regular version and the ranker version of Han Sung but I, I think it's more personality, uh, not so much like, I mean, like, like, I, I think it's the obvious thing. So like personality, because I think the ranker version is much more like calm and collected. He's got a lot more experience. So he like, he doesn't, cause like, yeah, they're both pompous, but like the ranker version seems like he's got the oomph for lack of a better term to back up that pompousness because he knows a thing or two now about the tower because he's been to the top uh whereas this ranker one just seems to be pompous for the sake of being pompous where he's like yeah no i'm i'm the shit though um you know because like even we see it with the way we see in like the way that he talks uh when he's talking to bam and and dorsey about the hidden floor and he's like don't worry guys like if you meet any stronger enemies like i'm pretty much the literal shit here well, actually, there are like two people that could probably give me a run for my money, you know, and it's like that very, and even there's like a, a small moment where uh, Bam, they're they're talking about like the fact that they have to, uh, they have to basically get through the uh, the thing that like the ball that they're in before Kuhn and company, like clear more stages because the, the longer they, the more they do, the more difficult it becomes for Bam and company to to progress forward, and he, Bam makes a comment about the fact that, like, how quickly Kuhn will probably clear it, and you see this moment where, like, Han Sung Yu clearly gets, like, a little, like, you know, to the ego, and he's like, oh, really, <laughs> you know, and I, I don't know, the, the the regular version just seems to be a lot more, you know, more pompous for the sake of being pompous, and, like, it's it's his, it's a trait, whereas, like, Han Sung Yu, the, ra- the ranker, um, again, still feels pompous, but it's, like, I, I don't know how many I don't know what floor the hidden floor well I don't even think it's a, it's a number floor technically um well, I, as my point is there's a lot more floors between the hidden floor and the top of the tower that the ranker version of sung Yu has gone through that this other one hasn't so I feel like just off experience alone I kind of like the ranker one more just because he seems he's a much more collected he's much more like yeah I've been around the block and I've seen some shit um maybe why is he maybe she uh, different. I do think there is a weird distinction, like I mentioned in one of my earlier questions, about the fact that the regular Han Sung Yu seems to like know, at least in terms of like information, uh, like have access to information that he probably shouldn't have, or that like he's not supposed to, or normally uh, your data version wouldn't have. But then it comes back to my whole theory of like, okay, if you're. Because here's the thing if you. If you, you know, are, are regular, let's say you go through, through the tower, you get to the hidden floor, you beat the hidden floor or whatever, or you get out of it, you leave your data version there. Now that data version is a, rec, is a representation of everything you have been, you are from the beginning up to the hidden floor, but no more, right? Like it's that, that's the highest version of, of you that can exist there is the, what you were at, at the hidden floor. So, but then let's say you leave the hidden floor and you start going up more floors and I don't know, somewhere in between the hidden floor and the top floor, you decide to tell somebody about the hidden floor. Boom. Now your memory's wiped. You don't remember anything about the hidden floor. I do think there's like a weird intrinsic link of memories between you and your data version because I kind of think about it like a literal computer where it's like the – there's a link almost between your data version and you that stays connected even after you leave the floor of death. Now if you speak about the floor, the hidden floor, at any point, all that that's backed up data – memory of you and like gets wiped so now again now your hidden floor version only is now goes back to knowing everything it it knew from your beginning the beginning of your journey up to the hidden floor but if you don't talk about the hidden floor your data version still actually starts storing knowledge that you gain after you leave the hidden floor so I think there's something to be said for the fact that the reason maybe Han Sung Yu's version of his data seems to know more is because he might actually does because he might there might be a link in memories and knowledge between the ranker current Han Sung-Yu and the regular Han Sung-Yu because Han Sung-Yu is never, like, you know, he's never broken the rule. And if you don't break the rule, and, like, see, that's the weird conundrum because you would never be able to... Nobody who's left the hidden floor would ever be able to verify that because that would require talking about the hidden floor, which in itself, you know what I mean, sort of, like, beats that whole thing or keeps that thing in in a nice, neat cycle. But I do think it's interesting because... Uh, other than that, I mean, I don't know if they're going to introduce something else late, but like, I don't know why I don't know how else, nothing else makes sense to me as to why he would know these things. He knows Gavin uh, earlier when we were reading, it was like, Oh, maybe somebody gave him a super specific mission. But I'm like, dude, that's, I don't know. Personally, it's a very hard sell that somebody like hand fisted this very like, you know, word for word mission of like what to do, who to know, who to talk to, to Han Sung Mm Yu's, data version like I don't know that stuff just doesn't add up to me so like I think at least in my head canon this is a theory that I'm running with um could be 100% wrong but uh that's my two cents
1: yeah the, the whole hidden floor thing is interesting to me it kind of throws me for a loop because it's like well how did the how did the first people find out about the hidden floor and spread it like did somebody leave the hidden floor and go All right, I'm going to do it. I'm going to jump on this grenade. And he just told, like, told someone about it, you know, and then intentionally got his memories wiped or maybe didn't know. And, like, that's how rumors spread, you know? Because, like, how could you know? How much do you need to talk about it before your memories get wiped? Because, like, I mean, there are, you know, not many people when they talk about it before they go there know the specifics of it, obviously. So they didn't get much information out, but they're like, oh, I heard this and that. And, like, I guess just rumors form, but I just found it interesting.
0: I think it's a lot of, I think, A, Jihad is probably the only person who went to and beat the hidden floor and can talk about it and isn't under that st- stipulation. Um, so I think he's the only one who has talked about it out after the fact and still retained memories of it uh, from himself, which is interesting because if my theory tracks, that means that Jihad's data version has knowledge and information that the current Jihad has, which is very interesting. But that might none of that might matter. <laughs> um, but... I think yeah just that coupled with rumors. Again, you don't have to have at, by that point then once let's say Jihad tell, told all of the the 10 families um or or you know like told a bunch of people throughout the 10 families. All it takes then is for rumors to start trickling down because people don't have to have been to the hidden floor now to know the, of its existence. Now it's like, "Hey, did you do you know that there's a floor called the hidden floor like on the hell train that you like you know what I mean?" and, and so I think through a, an accumulation of rumors and you know, a, a seed, a tr- you know, a little bit of of actual truth and knowledge. Um, the hidden floor's existence is known, but like knowing it is not the same thing as being somebody who's been to and back from the hidden floor. You know what I mean?
1: Mm, okay. Yeah. Interesting stuff. Uh, I don't know. We'll see if anything tracks, but regardless, it was a fun conversation. So hopefully you guys enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed having it. If you did, and you are new here, make sure you guys are liking the video. We'll do that anyway. New or not (laughs) subscribing to the channel, hitting that notification bell. So you don't miss any future content, especially TOG content. That's where you're here for, right? Share with your friends because the more the merrier and comment your thoughts down below. What did you think of our discussion? What did you think of the questions posed? Was there anything that had a profound impact on you within the chapters and and, um, stuff that we discussed today? And uh, make sure you guys are referring to our description down below for plenty of links for ways that you could support the channel. We have our second channel, AOA Reacts, where we were are posting all of our reactions. Uh, we have our Patreon. We have our Twitch. We have all that kind of stuff. Go check it out. Join the community discord. And the last thing is if you wanted some AOA swag, but you're like, Ian, I just didn't really feel like spending the money right now. It's a little pricey. Well, I'll tell you what. We're running a 20% discount on every single item in the store right now. Yes, every single one. Everything from shirts to hoodies to fanny packs, to pillows, to blankets, to leggings. You name it, it's there. 20% off for the entirety of January. Just type in the promo code AOA2021 at checkout to receive 20% off of your order. And also... Um it's today Thursday that he's mm-hmm. going out? I did a time loop thing again. Make sure that you guys are also checking out Dr. Bonehead's channel after this at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard tonight. Um, he's going to be posting the next section of our TOG rankings where we are collabing. And go through all the top fives, top six, top seven, top something of characters, abilities, moments, fights, all that kind of stuff. Um, we are currently covering the workshop battle. Um, and that's going to be the next video in that series. posted on Dr. Bonehead's channel tonight. Then you can tune back next week and we'll have it back here again. But I think that's everything. Thank you so much for watching. Thank you so much for listening. And until next time, we will catch you on the flip. Peace. Peace. Ninjas are samurais, blaze of the cool knives, Find me in the leaf of the cloud, screaming out Bankai We just some ghouls though, who likes seeing parts fly